I got some things rolling around in my heart um, this morning, so I want to start with that. I'm going to do a series called Dispensers of Good. And this series will entail such things as us being dispensers of good, dispensers of encouragement, dispensers of the good news, dispensers of hope, and dispensers of the divine flow and the power of healing in Jesus' name. But before that we kind of get into that, I want to look at Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23. This scripture came to me this morning. It says here, keep thy heart with all diligence. Now that word there, keep, means protect or it means guard. Your heart is your spirit. So we are to diligently protect and guard our spirit. For out of it, the Bible says, flows the issues of life. Young's literal translation says this this way, Above every charge, keep your heart. For out of it are the outgoings of life. Think about it. The forces of life. The forces of the recreated human spirit. In your heart is where God has placed his faith. In our spirits resides the very wisdom of God. In our hearts lives righteousness. In our hearts flow the love of God. So it is out of the abundance of our heart then that these powerful forces will flow and cause you and I to live an overcoming life. Praise God. And that, my friends, is such good news. Now, I want to remind you that you are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a physical body. We could look at 1 Thessalonians 5.23 and that would bear that out where it says the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So in keeping our heart and in guarding, guard, guarding our heart, our heart or our spirit will get stronger day by day. Now let me remind you, in Proverbs 18 and 14, he says this, It is the strong spirit of a man that will sustain us. In other words, there's, there's sustaining power in a person that has a strong spirit. Now, here's one of the things that I got this morning, and that is this. A strong spirit will affect your soul. Now, your soul is your mind. Your soul is your will, and your soul is your emotions. And so... It is the soul of man, the mind of man, that the enemy will attack. He'll come with his thoughts. He will come with his imaginations. He will come with his discouraging things to our mind and to our souls. And I think the day in which we live, we've got to be very mindful of keeping our inner man strong. And here's what I believe what the Lord showed me. 
When your spirit is strong, your mind will be clear. When my spirit is strong, my mind will be clear. There will be no more clutter. When my heart is strong, it will clear out those thoughts, those imaginations. When your heart is strong, you will be able to rise up and cast down imaginations and pull down any and every stronghold that comes to your soul. And so, we have the choice every day of our lives to guard our spirit, to make sure we're staying in the Word, that we're staying in prayer, and that we're staying in fellowship with God. When my spirit is strong, my mind will be clear. And then the next thing that I got was this, that we must protect our spirit from bad news. Bad news. You do not have to go very far today to run into bad news. The emotions are very high. There's a lot of anger in the air right now. There is a lot of fear in the air today. I mean, people that you don't even know that you come into contact with, I mean, they will just unload on you what's in the, on their mind. And a lot of it is nasty. And a lot of it is foul. People are so upset and uptight by what's going on in this area that they have literally caused their lives to, to, they've troubled their own lives because of the trouble that is going on in their souls. And so as Christians then, as born again believers, we have no business feeding on, thinking on, and talking about all of the bad junk, all of the bad stuff, all of the bad news. But someone said, yeah, but Pastor Mark, there's so much bad news. Yes, but there's so much more good news. There's so much more good news than there is bad news. Hallelujah. And so, you and I then must have an established heart. And we can look at this from Psalms 112, where it says in verse 6, Surely he shall not be moved forever. I shall not be moved. Paul said, none of these things move me. Because in all these things, I am more than a conqueror through him that loves me. Paul said, if God be for me, what difference does it make who's against me? So what shall we then say to these things? We should take the good news and speak the good news and it will always trump and overcome the bad news. Amen. Psalm 112, verse 6. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous, that's you and me, shall be in everlasting remembrance. 
He shall not be afraid of evil tidings, of bad news. Why? Because his heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Not trusting in anything or anyone, but trusting in the Lord. And then in verse 8 says, His heart is established. His heart is fixed. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid. Did you notice in the context of Psalms 112, be not afraid is absolutely repeated. We'll not be afraid until we see our desire upon our enemies. Brenda's prayer, my prayer, Pastor Tom's prayer, Pastor Nancy's prayer, the prayer of this whole pastoral staff is that you would remain strong, that you would be fixed, and that your heart would be established, and that you wouldn't let your hope go, because your hope will serve as an anchor to your soul. It'll keep you clear, it'll keep you living above the fray, and it'll keep you living above the spirit of fear. Hallelujah! God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and of a sound mind. And the next thing that came to me a couple of days ago was found in Romans, the 12th chapter. And we notice in verse 21, Romans, the 12th chapter, in verse 21, it says, Be not overcome with evil, or bad news, but overcome evil with good. Don't spend a lot of time listening to the bad news. Spend time listening to the good news and you'll not be overcome. Don't let bad news overcome you, but overcome the bad news with the good news. Amen. Now we know back in Numbers chapter 13 that there was quite a bit going on in that day. You know, God spoke to Moses and he said, you know what? I've given you the land. It's yours. All you got to do is take your crew and go up and possess the land. Now before you do, Go out and do a recon and see what's going on in the land and notice the things that you're going to have to do to take the land. So Moses had, our, uh, Joshua had 12 people go with him. And so we see here in verse 27, it says in Numbers 13, and they told him and said, we've come into the land whither you sent us and surely it flows with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. I mean, what a land. In verse 28, Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled. And they are very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. In verse 29, The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, they're dwelling in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. In other words, they were saying, yeah, it's a great land, but all these ites are out there. We're surrounded by ites. But notice, but Caleb stilled the people. Caleb saw that it was getting out of control. <laughs> and so Caleb said, hey guys, hush up. 
He stilled the people. Because he knew that if he didn't still the people, it would literally get out of control. Verse 30, Caleb stilled the people before Moses. And he said, let us, all of us, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. In other words, he was saying, Don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. We are well able by the ability that God has given us in what he has said to us that the land is ours. But let us not delay. Let's go up at once and possess it. Now notice in verse 31, but the men that went up with him said, we be not able. God said, you're able. Caleb says, you're able. But they said, we're not able. We're not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. Well, certainly they were stronger than them in the natural, but they weren't stronger than the God who told them the land was theirs. Now notice this in verse 32. And they brought up an evil report. Another way of saying, they brought up the bad news of the land which they had searched under the children of Israel saying the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature and there we saw the giants the sons of Anak which came out of the giants and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers and so we were in their sight because they were walking by Sight, instead of by faith, they saw themselves not able to possess the land. They were overcome by an evil report. And in life, we will be faced daily with evil reports and the good report. By holding fast to the evil report, those who said that were overcome in the wilderness. But Joshua and Caleb had another spirit. They held fast to the good report and they were able to go in one day and possess the land. Not able, well able. Our ability is in Christ. I want to ask you a question this morning. In Isaiah 53, verse 1, excuse me, it says, Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Don't you know that God wants to reveal His strong arm in your life? The arm of the Lord from Isaiah 53 is talking about the resurrection power of God. And He said this, If you will believe the report, the the arm of the Lord will be revealed in your life. You will see the goodness of God show up and show out in every area of your life. But in order for that to happen, we must believe, we must receive the report of the Lord. And folks, the report of the Lord is always good news. 
The report of the Lord is never bad news because he does not change. Amen? So if we want to see the arm of the Lord revealed, let us believe and let us speak the good news. And oh, do we have good news. I said, we've got some good news. Think about it. We've got some exceeding great and precious promises that we can hold dear to our heart. We've got so much good news. The good news is this, that if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. The good news is this, that you're the righteousness of God in Christ. When the doctors say, no way, God says, I am the way. When the doctors throw up their hands and say, we've done all we can do, hallelujah, Jehovah Rapha is still alive and he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. So never allow yourself to let go of the good report because of an evil report that you may have heard. Take the good report and hold fast to the good report. The good report says, himself took your infirmities and bore your sicknesses. The good report says that by his stripes, you were healed. Somebody said, but pastor, I got laid off. I have big needs in my life. Well, the good report is this, that your God loves you and that his hand is upon you and that he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And the good report is this, that he said, I will supply all your need. And I will do it not according to the economy. I will do it not according to this earth, but I will do it according to my riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So every day that we get up in the morning, we have a choice of life and death. We have a choice of blessing and cursing. But those that are smart, and I believe you are smart. I know you are. You're quick. You're bright. You're good looking. You're very rich. And you are a major blessing. Those that are smart will find out what God's word says. Cherish it. Hold fast to it. This is the good news. Let me just remind you this morning of some good news. This is Thanksgiving time. In Psalms 103, in verse 1, it tells us to bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, do what? Bless His holy name. Glory to God. Why don't you just lift up your hands right now in your home or wherever you are, and let's just bless Him today. Lord, we bless you. O my soul, we give you the glory. We give thanks well by lifting up holy hands, magnifying you, magnifying the good news, magnifying the answer, letting go of the cares of this life. We bless you today. We give you the glory that is due your name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And in verse 2, he says it again. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Now, notice this. One of the greatest benefits of all time is this, is he has forgiven you and me of all our iniquities. 
What that means is this. Hey, I got good news for you today. That sin shall no longer have dominion over you. Why? Because you're not under the law. You're under the glorious grace of God. Grace has forgiven you. Grace is keeping you. And grace is causing you to live above the sin and the deceitfulness of sin in this world. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. He's forgiven you. Now notice this. Who healeth some of thy diseases. No, not some of them. He heals you of all sickness and disease. I'm about to get happy this morning. Glory to God. I'd like to shout, glory to God. I'm the righteousness of God. I'm the healed of God. I'm the blessed of God. We're blessed coming in. We're blessed going out. He's made us the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. Woo, glory to God. And then in verse 4, it says, He redeems your life from destruction. Amen? He redeems your life, your family's life from destruction. Amen. We're living in the 91st Psalm. I know that our Redeemer lives. And He crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies our mouth with what kind of things? He satisfies our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed just like the eagles. Amen. And so the thought I had for today was this, is we need to remind ourselves of these things every day. We need to remind ourselves of who we are in Christ Jesus. We need to remind ourselves of whose we are in Christ Jesus. Whose we are. We belong to Him. Hallelujah. And then we need to remind ourselves of where we are in Christ Jesus. Somebody says, well, what does that mean? Where are we, where, where are we? That means we're seated together with Him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If you will do these things, if you will remind yourself by speaking God's word who you are and whose you are and where you are, it will cause you to have a strong spirit in him. And so that's good news. That's great news. And you and I now are then to not only tell ourselves the good news, but we are then to dispense this good news to others. And I want to introduce this this morning because we don't have a lot of time left, but I want to get into it just a little bit. So in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 and verse 2, and I'm going to read this from the Amplified Version. It says, Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abram, Go for yourself to your own advantage. In other words, if you will do what I told you to do, it will be advantageous to you. Go away from your own country, from your relatives and your father's house to a land that I will show you. Now notice here in verse 2. And I will make of you a great nation 
and I will bless you with abundant increase of favors and make your name famous and distinguished and you shall be a blessing dispensing good to others. The word dispense there means simply to distribute or to cause that which is on the inside of us to flow out to others. Now, understand this, that we belong to Christ. And in Galatians 3.29, it says, If you belong to Christ and you are in him, who is Abraham's seed, you are Abraham's offspring. Now notice this, and you are an heir according to the promise. Now, I saw something here the other day as I was meditating on this Abraham's blessing. Oftentimes, when we think of Abraham's blessing, we think about all the blessings that belong to us. And we should. And we should rehearse those and believe those and hold fast to those. Amen. Abraham's blessings are ours. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Amen. For poverty, we've wealth. For sickness, we've health. For death, we've eternal life. That's part of Abraham's blessing. But I saw this very clearly the other day. The other side of Abraham's blessing is that you and I take this blessing and then we dispense good to others. Oh, man. There's nothing like being a blessing. There is nothing like ministering life and encouragement to a weary soul. There's nothing like being able to be a vessel of blessing to someone that is down and almost out. And because you've maintained a strong spirit and out of your heart is flowing the issues of life, you can come along and you can be a lifter of people. That's a blessing. And some of you, perhaps you have been so blessed in your life that you have an excess of finances. Thank God that your needs are met. But those who really operate in function in the blessing of Abraham will take of their substance and they will support and they will sow and they will look for places to dispense part of their income and part of their blessing to other people. Oh, folks, there's nothing like it. I love, I love receiving goodness. I love receiving the benefits from God. But really the thing that primes my pump is to be generous and be a vessel where I can be a blessing to others. Glory to God. Look for ways to be a blessing. Look for ways to dispense what I put on the inside of you. For I've put so much on the inside of you. So stir yourself up, saith the Lord. Stir yourself up and pray, Lord, make me a blessing today. And you will see opportunities come here and opportunities to come there. And so shall you open your mouth. So shall even you open your wallet. And the blessings of the Lord shall flow through thee. And people shall be blessed. And people shall be encouraged. And they shall be lifted, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Vessels.
of good. Vessels of glory. Vessels of healing power. Wow. I said, wow. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Mm. Thank you, Lord. And so then what are we as his vessels to dispense? Hallelujah. One thing we can dispense is we can dispense the good news. And this is what Jesus did. In Luke 4.18, he said this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Did you know that the same Spirit that was upon Jesus for a distinct purpose and purposes, that same Spirit is in you? And when you get baptized with the Holy Ghost, the same anointing that was upon Him comes upon you. I'm preaching now. The Spirit of the Lord, Jesus said, is upon me because He hath anointed me to tell the good news, to preach the gospel or the good news. There is an anointing on the body of Christ. There is an anointing upon us to share the good news. Now notice, he went on to say, He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. My. To preach deliverance to those that are bound. To, to preach deliverance to those that are addicted. To preach deliverance and freedom to those who don't see another way. They're so bound and their life is so dark. We've got good news. Now notice this. And to share the good news which will recover sight to the blind and to set at liberty those that have been bruised. So many people have been bruised in life. But we are vessels of His healing power. Glory to God. We can come alongside people and we can pour in the oil and we can pour in the wine and we can be there for people in this hour. In a global pandemic, this is a golden opportunity to show forth the love of God and to show forth the goodness of God. What is it that brings people out of darkness? It's the good news. What is it that will bring people out of sickness and disease? The good news. What is it that will bring people out of poverty? The good news. And Jesus said, This gospel of the kingdom shall be shared in all the world for a witness to all nations. We, Folks, we have all nations here in the Bay Area. We have the ethnos in the Bay Area. My goodness. What an opportunity. Not to hide and to draw back. What an opportunity it is for us to love the world as God loves the world. He said, This gospel shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. And you know as well as I do, really the good news hasn't been preached like it should. 
Religion has been shared. The traditions of men have been shared. Sin, rules, condemnation. That's not good news. That does not turn people to God. The truth of being set free from those things is the good news. And so what are we to do? We're not to minister guilt. We're not to minister condemnation. We're dispensers of His grace. We're dispensers of His mercy. We are dispensers of His goodness. What is it that leads men and women to change? I know what led me to change way back in the 1970s. It was a revelation that God was not upset with me, that He loved me. In spite of my past, He accepted me. And you know what? It's not our past and not guilt that will lead men to repentance. Here's what Romans 2.24 says this. Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and longsuffering, not knowing that it is the goodness of God that leadeth to repentance. Romans 2.24. Say it with me. It's the goodness of God that leads men to change. Ooh, hallelujah. Who has and what has the power to do that? I'm glad you asked in closing. And Brenda's going to come up in a moment. We're going to pray. What has the power to do that? Romans 1, verse 16. It says, For I'm not ashamed of the good news. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the anointed one and his anointing. Why? Because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The power of God is the good news. Where would we be without it today? Religion, reasoning, intellectualism won't do it. It doesn't have the power to change a man's life. What's got the power to turn a life around? It is the good news. I'm so glad that God and the devil have not swapped jobs. The devil is not God's tool to lead men to repentance. Amen? What the enemy does is bad, but what Jesus has done is good. So what do you say? We are not allowing ourselves to be overcome by evil, but overcome by evil with good. Question mark. Come on up, sweetie. Does good healing overcome bad disease? Can bad sin be overcome with good forgiveness? Absolutely. Can bad poverty be overcome with good prosperity? Absolutely. So what have we said today? We've said protect your spirit. Guard your heart. Amen. You are a dispenser of Abraham's blessing. You are a dispenser of good. Come on up, sweetie. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. What a good, what a good, a good, good word. word for sure. Praise what the Lord. What a blessing. Hallelujah. As you were um, preaching that wonderful message, this scripture, where did it go here? Came up. I looked this up in the message, not to add to anything that you said. Yeah, please do. But in Philemon chapter 1, I believe it's verse 6. This is out of the message. It says, Oh, yeah. I keep praying that this faith that we hold in common yes. keeps showing up 
in the good things oh, that's good. that we do and that Christ would be recognized in all of it. Oh, yeah. So that's what the, this whole message of being dispensers of good is that all the things we do, good things that yeah. we do, God would get the glory mm-hmm. and Christ would be manifest and people would see Jesus yes. through our good works. We're not saved by good works, but it's the goodness of God, like you said, Mm -hmm. that leads people to repentance. So when we are showing forth these good things, it's to bring glory to Him. Yeah, and this came up in the message today, too, is look for ways. Look for ways, yes. Look for ways to be a dispenser of good news. And and a lot of times we think, well, I don't have a lot of money. You don't need a lot of money to to be a blessing. To support others, it might That's be a right. dollar, it might That's be five dollars. Right. Amen. Look for those ways, praise God, That's to right. do good and Amen. to do well. Amen. Amen. And when when we're full of the goodness of God, the Bible says over in Philippians one six. That's one of my favorite scriptures. That He that hath begun yeah. a good work in us. He's going to perform it. Yeah. So that goodness that's working on the inside of us, you might say, well, I got this hang up, I got that hang up, mm-hmm. and I haven't been perfect. None of us are perfect yet. But the gospel and the message of salvation, Jesus on the inside, mm-hmm. that's the goodest thing that's ever yeah. going to happen to yeah. us. So that good work has already begun in us as believers and we can share yeah. his goodness and so then as ambassadors of yes. the good news yes an ambassador is a diplomatic minister of the highest amen. order amen we've been given our commands yes. by the commander-in-chief in mark 16 to go into all the world and share that's right the good news amen. and as ambassadors goodness. we just want to let you know God's not mad at you. No, he's he isn't. mad about you. Amen. He's not upset. He's not uptight. No. I believe that his hand is That's upon right. some folks watching today. It is. For Amen. reconciliation. Amen. And what is reconciliation? Reconciliation mm-hmm. means simply to be restored back right. to God. Yes. You know, sometimes people get away from the Lord, allow so much discouragement mm-hmm. and bad news just to get them down and to tear them right, down. Right. That, man. You know, it feels like God moved to the next county or something. <laughs> well, he didn't. No, He's a no, friend no. that sticks amen, closer than amen. a brother. His Jesus. hand is upon you for good. So yes. our prayer yes. is that you be reconciled today. Amen. If you've not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, right. you can do so right now. You don't have to wait. You don't have to hesitate. No. Corinthians says that now is the day of yes, salvation. Amen. Now is the day right of now. deliverance. Amen. But not only of salvation and deliverance right now is the day of restoration that's good yes so there may be some prodigals watching some folks that really want to receive jesus as their lord and savior or those that would say pastor i was so encouraged by the word today i'm not just going to hear what you said but i'm going to do it and i'm going to believe that i receive complete restoration that's right you know he restores our soul he's our shepherd so praise god if you're watching today we want to pray yes and we want to lead you to jesus and then we're going to pray some wonderful prayers of restoration thank you lord father right now in the name of jesus yes thank you for stretching forth your hand to minister life to these folks today thank you if you want to receive jesus just place your hand over your heart 
And pray this with me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. For coming to this earth. For coming to this earth. And taking my place. Taking my place. On Calvary's cross. On Calvary's cross. I believe. I believe. That you died for my sins. That you died for my sins. And on that third morning. And on that third morning. You came out of the grave. You came out of the grave. Since you came out of the grave. Since you came out of the grave. I can come out of my grave. I can come out of my grave. And so I invite you now. And so I invite you into now. Into my heart. Into my heart. And I receive you. And I receive as you. As my Lord. As my Lord. And as my Savior. And as my Savior. I say boldly. I say boldly. Jesus. Jesus. Is my Lord is my Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Precious. Now, Lord, we pray that you'll stretch forth your hand to restore those. Some people have been weakened by life circumstances. You are the bishop of their souls. Yes. We pray for yes. restoration Amen. for them. In the name of and Jesus. just a complete coming back Thank with you, Lord. all they have on the inside mm-hmm. to act on what they've heard today. Yes, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Because you are so good Mm. oh father we thank you for your goodness right now Mm. showing up in folks lives thank you lord your presence being manifest right Mm. now wherever Mm. they are watching from let your presence fall upon them and may there be Mm. that complete restoration Mm -hmm. spirit soul and Mm -hmm. body and we thank you Jesus you Mm. are our healer right now we speak health and healing to physical bodies oh that's our good good father Mm. hallelujah stretch Mm -hmm. forth your hand to heal right Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. in the mighty name of Jesus every pain you got to leave these physical bodies now whatever area in your body is experiencing pain go ahead by faith and lay your hand on that part of your body. Yes, and right Lord. now we say, pain you go yeah. in Jesus' name. Yes. And healing you be manifest. The healing uh-uh. flow. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you for it. Glory to God. Thank you mm-hmm. for it. Hallelujah. Now we lift our hands and we thank mm-hmm. you, Jesus, uh-huh. that people are being touched in their physical bodies, healed and yeah. whole. And sound and mm. restored. Yeah. Woo! Thank glory. you for it. Amen. Let's lift our hands and give Him praise. Yes, glory. we give glory, you praise. Glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. No mm. distance, no distance in the realm of yeah, the spirit. Yeah, but I've, I've <laughs> lost, I've lost so much. Mm. I've lost so much ground. I believe the Spirit of the Lord is saying, <clears throat> "There shall be that which you've lost; it shall be regained." Regained. The mm-hmm. ground that you've mm-hmm. lost, mm-hmm. if you will rise up yes. and get up and look up yes, yes, yes. and let me do a work ha, in ha, you, ha. that which you've lost, that ground which you've lost, you shall regain. There shall be a turnaround. But first, you must turn around. You yeah. must turn yeah. around. Yeah. Change the way you think. Yeah. Change what you've been listening to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turn all that off mm-hmm. and turn on the good news. <laughs> you shall surely see 
things turn for you yes. and for your loved ones. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Yeah.